The Pro Act Know How. Today we're looking at the short stay rules and how they're going to affect expats uh, living and working abroad, how it affects tax residents as well. Um, So first of all, let's look at what are the short stay rules. They're an international set of rules that essentially mean that for 90 days at a time, people can travel to any country around the world on uh, and get a, a short-term uh, visa for that country. Now, each individual sovereign country has its own rules and some will require uh, a visa anyway. But essentially, uh, passports like the UK passport are, are very flexible with visa-free travel to a number of different countries. Therefore, short stay for tourism, to visit family and friends, business, or a short study, or a, a short creative piece of work, or transit, doesn't require anything beyond a passport to travel in that location. Uh, and But that is all going to change going forward. And uh, what it will impact on is what your citizenship, your residency uh, is. Your, your residency is not the same as your citizenship and your tax residency is not the same as your residency or your your citizenship as well, or your domicile. So all these things are factors to consider. Where you're born and where your parents are from and where you grow up, that defines what your citizenship is. And that won't change unless you're a long-term expat over 20 or 30 years where you could consider changing your domicile and your citizenship. Uh, You can get a a passport and citizenship for another country in a shorter period of time, between five and and 12 years. Uh, But that's a different set of rules as well. Um, To be a tax resident, uh, you need to be a resident first. Uh, But to be a resident doesn't necessarily require that you to be a tax resident. And the short stay rules... um, um, the, the restrictions of the short stay rules are to clarify the distinction between uh, somebody who's a short stay 90 day visitor and a longer term resident in that country. There's no, there's nothing against having a residency in a number of different countries. It's just that the change of the rules require you to be registered and authorized for that. For more help and guidance, on, on obtaining residency for the countries where you've got business or overseas property or family interests, contact us at projectpartnership.com. So let's have a look first at why this is becoming such a, a, a hot topic at the moment. Uh, residency um, short stay rules uh, can be enforced using electronic travel authorities. Countries like USA, Australia, Uh, New Zealand already have electronic travel authorities and the EU are due to introduce them shortly along with the UK. So let's have a look at that in in more detail. Electronic travel authority is not a visa. So if you you need a visa to enter a country because of your citizenship, then you you still need to get that visa. But if you've got visa-free travel option, and with a UK passport, you've got nearly 150 countries where you've got visa-free travel. Uh, you now may need an electronic travel authority to go to that country. So a UK expat, a UK citizen going to the USA needs electronic travel authority. 
um, uh, in addition to their passport to cross the border. Now for the EU, uh, we have uh, EU citizenship where they can freely travel around the EU to live or work, that freedom of movement, that, that EU's uh, civil rights in effect, the whole purpose of the EU is, is to move freely without within the EU. Um, anybody that's from outside the EU with, that needs a visa to travel into the EU, that's done under the EU Schengen Zone system. UK was never part of this. Um, not all EU countries are members of the Schengen Zone, but most countries apart from Ireland have applied to join. So the, there are those issues going going forward. The Schengen Zone visa is a short stay visa. It allows you to stay for 90 days in that country. But with the EU and the Schengen Zone, it's 90 days in any six month period. It's 90 days in any six month period. So this is an important thing, because as the EU introduced their electronic travel authorities, they can then enforce the 90 days uh, in 180 for any traveller into um, uh, an EU country uh, or Schengen zone country, which includes uh, Norway, Switzerland, Iceland, uh, Liechtenstein, as well as the EU countries. Uh, the EU countries that are not in the Schengen zone at the moment, um, Bulgaria, uh, Cyprus have applied to join and, and Romania have applied to join and they may join in on the electronic in force. So uh, the electronic travel authority is a new requirement for people to come into the EU or to come into the UK and it gives them permission to travel into the EU or the UK um, and it's electronically linked to your passport. So without that electronic travel authority, you may not get boarding permission or you may not get uh, entry into the country. So let's have a look how that's going to affect uh, people with uh, overseas property. <clears throat> if an expat or a resident owns uh, an overseas property uh, in an EU country or in the UK, uh, the short stay rules apply when when you uh, go and visit that property uh, just owning the property doesn't give you the right to stay beyond the short stay rules whether that property is in the eu or the uk once the 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 uh, um, electronic travel authorities are are introduced um, if you're from outside if you may need a schengen visa a schengen visa is required if you haven't got visa free travel by your citizenship um, but if you have got visa free travel going forward, even with your your uh, uh, property ownership overseas, you will need electronic travel authority to spend to spend more than ninety days in any trip uh, at, at, at your overseas property. Let's consider the short stay rules and how they apply to uh, overseas business. For there. Um, the 90-day rules apply for any single trip or multiple trips. But again, uh, you, you may need a visa if you want to extend your stay beyond the 90 days. And specifically for the EU, any EU country where you want to do business, uh, to spend more than 90 days and 180 days, you need something more than the Electronic Travel Authority because the Electronic Travel Authority will stop you traveling into the EU um, 
uh, or the UK with, with more than uh, to extending beyond those periods. Now, the restrictions uh, of the electronic travel authorities for the UK and the EU are slightly different. We're going to cover those separately. If you want more information and guidance on electronic uh, uh, short stay rules and electronic travel authorities, contact us at projectpartnership.com and, we'll, and we'll give you uh, some help and guidance on that. So let's consider the short stay rules um, and how they apply to the UK. Uh, electronic travel authorities are being introduced into the UK from November 23. Um, they don't apply to anybody that needs a visa to enter the UK via their citizenship. Uh, but from November 23, anybody who has got a visa-free travel into the UK potentially will require electronic travel authority. Again, this is in the early stages at the moment. From November 23, only citizens of Qatar, bless them, uh, will be required to have electronic travel authority into the UK. But from February 24, all the other, uh, most of the other Middle East countries uh, like Jordan, Bahrain, uh, will require to have electronic travel authority as well to enter the UK. Other countries will be added. So uh, it, it, on a case-by-case -case basis, potentially the UK has got its sovereign right to add other countries to that. The USA, for example, um, applies uh, electronic travel authorities to all countries apart from uh, e even if there's visa-free travel uh, in existence. Um, and, and the only exceptions to uh, uh, needing electronic travel authority to enter the UK will be if you've got an existing residency permit. So if you are an EU expat that's got pre-settled or settled status in the UK, you won't need an electronic travel authority. If you're an expat in the UK who's got indefinite leave to remain or has got a shorter term visa uh, for, for work or to visit their property, you won't need the electronic travel authority. Okay. So that, those are what the rules will be. It's slightly more complicated with the UK because there's a separate Ireland-UK agreement. So if you hold a, a British or Irish passport, you don't need electronic travel authority to enter the UK. Um, but there's also a, that if you're legally resident in Ireland, uh, whether you're an EU citizen or, or not, but if you're legally resident in Ireland with a residency permit, um, then you won't need electronic travel authority to travel from Ireland into the UK. Um, now, that's not a universal thing. If your citizenship still requires you to have electronic travel authority um, uh, for the UK or a visa for the UK, uh, then that exemption for electronic travel authority or that visa uh, as an Irish resident uh, won't won't hold water. You'll still need to get your visa or your electronic travel authority. Um, so anybody that's uh, an Irish resident or, or uh, with a legal resident permit in Cyprus, or if they're uh, travelling uh, from any of the British Isles, Guernsey, Jersey, Isle of Man, you won't need a, that electronic travel authority at the moment. Uh, you get the electronic travel authorities for the UK by applying online. 
takes a few days, you can't do it uh, on your way to the airport, you have to have it in, in place, but it lasts for two years, it applies for multiple visits, uh, and you'll need it to board the aeroplane, you'll need it to cross the border and to get the, um, you know, go through the um, customs area. <clears throat> and but you'll also need it even if you're trans transiting through the UK. Um, if your application for the electronic travel authority fails in the UK, it's very, very simple. Unless you've got visa-free travel, sorry, even if you've got visa-free travel, if you can't get an electronic travel authority, then you'll need to apply for a visa uh, for that transit that, uh, um, or, or that visit uh, into, into the UK. So from November 23, uh, we'll update you uh, with any other additional countries as they're added to the, the system. But for more information and guidance on resident perm, residency permit rules and short stay restrictions for the UK, contact us at productpartnership.com. One more point I just want to clarify is that with the UK, um, when, when you enter the UK, um, with your electronic travel authority, you can stay up to 180 days. So it, the electronic travel authority doesn't give you a permit to stay beyond 180 days and become a tax resident in the UK in that year. The electronic travel authority allows you to stay not just for a short stay 90 day trip, but actually up to 180 days uh, because it's only beyond the six months that you need a longer a visitor stay visa. Um, when you're in the UK. So, again, there's a distinct difference there in, in the UK is that with Electronic Travel Authority, on your entry and exit, your stay could actually be up to 180 days at, at one time. Um, and, and we're going to compare that next with the EU. For more information and guidance on Electronic Travel Authority and short stay restrictions in the UK, contact us at productpartnership.com. So, so let's have a look at short stay rules and uh, residency restrictions for the EU um, regarding the electronic travel authorities. Now, the EU are introducing their electronic travel authorities, except they're calling it an ETIAS uh, to be different to the rest of the world. Um, <clears throat> it's a new requirement. It was to be introduced from May 23 applications and enforced from November this year. And that's been now been rolled back into 2024. Uh, and at the moment, the schedule is by November 24, the electronic travel authorities will be enforced uh, for all visa-free traveling into the EU. So if, you've got, if you need a visa for, for the EU, that is the Schengen visa, and you need to still apply for that. Um, and the electronic travel authority is not required because the Schengen zone visa is your short stay visa but it, 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 the Schengen zone visa only allows you to stay for 90 days in 180 in any EU Schengen zone country, which is the EU uh, plus um, all of the EU plus the uh, 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 Switzerland, Norway, uh, Iceland and, and Liechtenstein. Um, <clears throat> so uh, there's a distinct difference there between the EU and the UK. The other thing to bear in mind is that for an EU citizen, for an EU citizen, they've got the freedom of movement around the EU, but the 90 day 
in 180 short stay restriction still applies. So although a, an EU citizen can freely move around the EU to live and work um, uh, around the EU, then it, they're still technically restricted to the 90 day rule in, in, in any country. So an EU citizen doesn't need the electronic travel authority, uh, can travel uh, uh, across border without a passport, just using their EU ID card, but um, they're, they're technically going to be restricted to the 90 and 180 day rule, and that will apply. So potentially if you're crossing that border with your EU ID card, that will bring in those restrictions and that limitations, um, which potentially requires you to stay, stay longer to become uh, a tax resident. Um, with the EU, uh, there's, it's, again, it's apply online and it's a three-year uh, uh, proposal um, for, for your electronic travel authority and allows for multiple visits. But again, if you don't have the electronic travel authority at the time you're, you're boarding, you're not going to be allowed to cross the border uh, and, 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 and uh, enter into the country. If your application fails because you need electronic travel authority, then you would be required to get a Schengen Zone visa. Uh, for more information and guidance on short stay rules and restrictions uh, for the EU, contact us at projectpartnership.com. Next, we want to look at what, what are the ways round how can you work around and overcome the short stay rules restrictions? So short stay rules and restrictions, um, um, how did that, what, what's permitted? So if you're limited to short stay rules, what, why, what limits you? The, well, what limits you is that you haven't got a residency permit for that country. So in your country of citizenship, you can uh, live and work and stay in that country indefinitely. Um, when you want, when an expat wants to relocate to another jurisdiction, they need some form of residency permit or permanent residency, or 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 uh, to stay in that country. That applies even within the EU. So to get EU uh, to get tax residency in another country, you first need to become a resident. This applies even within the EU for EU citizens. So EU citizens now can't freely move to another jurisdiction, another country in the EU and start working without first getting their residency permit. Uh, so this is what they're required to do. So it, it's a very um, a different situation that's been introduced by these new set of rules. Um, and the electronic travel authorities is part of the way of uh, tightening up the system. Um, <clears throat> So you you um, you can't become, you can't start another job in another EU country as an EU citizen without a residency permit. If you've got a holiday home in that other country, you can't have an extended stay in that holiday home. Whether you're travelling from Germany and Poland to Spain or Cyprus, or from the UK to Spain or Portugal or France or Cyprus you still need something to stay beyond the short stay rules. And within the EU, you've got this 90 in 180 days. So if you want to spend three months in spring and three months in summer in, in your 
Provence or your Cyprus uh, Mediterranean uh, uh, bolt hole, um, then the short stay rules will still apply. But if you want the freedom to be able to come and go from your overseas property or residence or business uh, without the short stay rule restrictions, you need a resident permit. And, and this is like the next step that you need to go to. Uh, to get a residency permit, you need to have a, a home in that country. So if you've got an overseas property, you can make that the basis of your residency permit. And um, so a residency permit doesn't necessarily mean you have to be tax resident, but you do need to have a permanent home in that country to get that resident permit. So that there's lots of fancy, expensive um, investment schemes and, and business startup schemes to, to get your residency permit to live and work abroad permanently. But if you've got um, a, a business where it requires you to move across border on a regular basis, especially into the EU Schengen zone, uh, or you've got an overseas property where you want to visit regularly at your will and your freedom, and you've got the time to, to work remotely as a nomad in that, in that overseas location, um, that freedom to spend what time you want in which jurisdiction you want is down to you to, to be taking that action and following that up. Um, but you need to have the residency permit. So that does require a commitment of, for you to have um, a, 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 a home in that country. That could be a tenancy or it could be a property that you own. So it could be something that you're investing in as long-term family asset, or it could be uh, a tenancy or, or connected with your business office um, and residency that, to get that a residency permit. Once you've got a residency permit, you don't need to become a tax resident, but you do become free of the short stay restrictions. So for an expat going into the UK, the Electronic Travel Authority will allow you to spend 180 days at a time but it will restrict you from becoming a tax resident. So you could, uh, if you do a six month, four month, five month trip, and then you go back, you could have a restriction with your electronic travel authority. Um, <clears throat> so you might need to have a residency permit. In the EU, um, you, whether you're EU citizen or, or UK or any other citizen uh, of any other country, you will need, you are, restricted to the Schengen zone 90 day in 180 short stay rules, in which case you need to establish a, a residency permit uh, to be able to stay uh, you know, for four or five months at a time or to make multiple visits, which might involve more than, uh, more than three months in, in six in any block. So there's lots of different uh, uh, impacts that this is gonna have on the lifestyle of people that are living and working abroad whether you're a nomad worker, whether you're a business trip worker, whether you've got an overseas office or whether you've got an overseas property or family that are living and working abroad, the different scenarios can be brought in by the additional restriction and EU restrictions with the, the short stay rules. Um, for more information and guidance on this and how it might impact you, contact us at projectpartnership.com will help and advise you on how to get the appropriate residency permit and or tax residency that you may need for living and working abroad.
So thanks very much for listening um, uh, and join us again next time when we'll look at these uh, topics on short stay residency and tax residency in more detail. Uh, thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. The Proact Know-How, brought to you by Proact.